What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 556th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello. Guess what? I solved a mystery yesterday with the one and only Sherlock Holmes, who apparently, according to the story I was told, was locked into a locked in a room because of an exposure to bubonic plague. But that's what I spent my morning doing, solving a crime on Sherlock Holmes' behalf. So I solved it. Room? No, it's it's an exhibit. <laughs> Wait, no, at, no, it's not an escape room. Uh, it's an exhibit at the Minnesota History Center. Okay. Which is it's actually really, really cool. They kind of like have to make it all ages. So it's the, I'm not going to say it was the hardest mystery <laughs> I've ever solved, but I did it. And I know what happened now. And I will not spoil it. Should you come to Minnesota and go to the Minnesota History Center, which I do suggest because you can sit in a room that simulates what it's like to be in hiding in a basement during a tornado. For those of you who have never had to do that, that in real life. That's, like that sounds bad for claustrophobic people. That you can leave. The, the easiest way to bring up past trauma. <laughs> that too. It's fairly interesting if you've never done it. Hannah's Holly here. Weekend day. I admitted last week that my favorite Pokemon game is probably Pokemon Go, and it's very broken. <laughs> but it's not the only one of the games that's very broken. So. Pokemon games... <laughs> just right now if you ask what is it it's yeah. broken unite yeah. it's broken pokemon go it's broken scarlet and violet broke since launch never been fixed um, Whoa, i think pokemon masters is working pokemon yeah, masters, masters is working is great. <laughs> i had to however i successfully dated my first set of people and i haven't replaced everybody so I'm, now i'm dating a whole new set of people and i have oh, yes. their likes and dislikes it's exhausting the dating simulator i was waiting for uh all three birds to be there last i checked there was only two of the three I all think three birds are there oh they're yeah, all there, they're now? All there. okay yeah all right well then i, I, I didn't guess get I, will, I haven't gotten any of them and i'm I mad about this it. week uh well speaking of broken uh we're gonna start off with pokemon go because there was two things in regards to Pokemon Go. Then we're going to transition into uh, Scarlet and Violet because there is compatibility between Pokemon Go and Scarlet and Violet. And that, that's a good transition point. Uh, and then there's some Detective Pikachu stuff uh, for what that's worth. Decidueye is this week. So if you're listening to this podcast on March uh, 13th, when it comes out, Decidueye arrives on the 17th, although time zones are a thing. So uh, technically, if you live in the U.S., it will start on Thursday, the 16th of that evening. Uh, and then, I, of course, I'll be covering and streaming it this weekend if you need help and stuff. We'll get to that when we get to that. OK, let's start with Pokemon Go. Uh, Reggie Drago made its debut in, uh, in Pokemon Go. Uh, not not the coolest Reggie. It's no Reggie Eliki, you know. Um, the Reggie Eliki is, is, is a good boy. I like Drago better than Eliki. Drago's all right. I like both of them. Yeah, they're, well, I mean, like overall, the Reggies—they're they're top Reggies. Uh, no, they both have really good designs. <laughs> no one's saying Reggie Ice is good. I Reggie Ice is my favorite. Reg How Ice, dare you? Reggie Ice, Reggie's Rock, Reggie Steel, all of I their hate voices Ice, in the movie. Yeah, no, that was probably oh, the, a movie the movie are the voices are the best part of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the <laughs> only thing. <laughs> I mean, they sounded, they reminds me of calling the bullet board system on my modem back in the 80s. 
They make the same hisses and whizzes. And spoiler alert, if you pick up the phone while fighting a Reggie, they will go offline. Uh, so so if you're not into Pokemon Go, you might skip this segment. Totally understandable. There, just a small reminder, there's timestamps in the podcast and on the YouTube video, all that stuff. Uh, but if you like uh, ironic news stories, maybe you want to listen, even if you don't play Go. Because, <laughs> uh, boy, something happened this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did. Um. All right. So on March 10th, bef- the day before uh, Reggie Drago made its debut... Niantic put out a blog post that says, Our continued commitment to real-world play in Pokemon Go. For those following Pokemon Go, week after week, Niantic really wants you to leave your house. I mean, fair. They made a game that's about exploring outside, and uh, they also happened to make a bunch of changes that made playing at home a more enjoyable experience than leaving your house, because leaving the house is scary. There's, you know, weather and people and grass. Weather people. That, yeah, people. <laughs> So this is a, uh, uh, they say they have a lot planned for 2023. They have three things, bullet points here. Uh, first is their game update. Uh, they're saying Elite Raids, which is what Reggie Drago is uh, featured in, uh, are going to feature new or unique Pokemon, such as this weekend's Reggie Drago Elite Raids. They are one of the first steps of our commitment. We are working on the following. Improving raids to make it easier for you to participate in local raid battles. That sounds great. The ironic stuff is still coming. And to become (laughs) friends with trainers you have battled with. Enhancements to gameplay experience when you're playing in person with family and friends. And new features that provide benefits and encounters with Pokemon while exploring outside. We'll circle back to this, but I... That all sounds great. Thanks, Niantic. That's not sarcasm. That does actually sound good. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like they're starting to move towards trying to make outside play better rather than trying to make inside play worse. Yes. And I say that while still having full faith they're going to do the thing and limit remote raid passes at some point. But it sounds like they're they're at least uh, taking it into account that we want outside play to be better and inside play not to be worse. I mean, they're saying they're taking it into account. (laughs) They've said a lot of things up until this point. I know. Uh, Their second uh, bullet point here is Campfire. Uh, Last year, we launched Campfire in select U.S. cities. Campfire's goal is is for trainers to connect, discover local communities, and find active nearby raid battles. We will continue to improve Campfire through the following updates focused on helping trainers communicate and work to tackle raid battles in person. You have the ability to start a conversation around Pokestops and gyms near you. I did try this feature for the record. We'll talk about this. Adding the ability to navigate from Campfire to a specific Pokemon Go gym. Campfire will soon uh, see updates to significantly improve trainers connect, chat, and join raid battles together in Pokemon Go. Uh, it will continue to roll out for more trainers this year. I thought technically it was worldwide, but I, uh, yeah, it, it's I not. have never gotten Campfire to work. Their final bullet point here is the Community Ambassador Program. Demonstration of our core commitment to providing, providing real-world social gameplay. We are continuing to grow our Community Ambassador Program. This program, available in select areas nurtures an in-person Pokemon Go communities while also fostering new communities for trainers to find. We've added 200 community ambassadors from around the globe since its launch, 
providing a tool for players to connect with their local bases and unique incentives to encourage local gameplay. So Niantic's really good at saying a lot, but not actually like saying anything at all. Saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> not not committing to anything, not saying anything solid. Yeah. Some of these are in place though. The campfire updates are actually in place and that was nice, but we'll get there. The ironic part here comes with uh, Reggie Drago arriving. It arrived on Saturday for everyone local time. There were three time slots, which are 11, 2, and 5. If you're there were theoretically three time slots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with Elite Raids, and surprisingly, a lot of people are unfamiliar with Elite Raids, this is the second Elite Raid Pokemon. The first one was Hoopa. They did Hoopa twice, but Elite Raids replaced... EX raids. EX raids. So the the gimmick behind EX raids is it was a specific time that you didn't pick, but you showed up at the time that Niantic sent you a little invite. You had to be invited. In order to get invited, you would have to do raids at EX raid gyms, which were either sponsored like Sprint at the time or very popular park EX raids. Um, and then if you were invited, what was cool is you could invite somebody else. So I could invite Greg. Greg was down the street from me, and then Greg and I could go together. That's how they debuted Mewtwo, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. Technically, Hoopa wasn't new. Uh, you could get Hoopa through the ticket thing, the ticketed event, or I think they technically gave Hoopa for free, but you could pay $5 to get Hoopa Unbound or something like that. Yeah, there was the season-long research, and I think, I don't remember at what point the $5 came in, but it was <laughs> at related. At what point, Niantic shook you down <laughs> for $5. Like, hey, <laughs> give us five bucks. So, I think it was uh, if you if you didn't keep up with the research, maybe. So Reggie Drago and Reggie Eleki are supposed to be in the elite raids. Uh, uh, Reggie Drago went first, and of course, to no one's surprise, it did not work in New Zealand. What was happening is people could see Reggie Drago; they could not connect. Um, if they did get in, they would get kicked from the raid. Some people couldn't finish the raid because Reggie Drago had pretty much uh, a uh, an unlimited focus sash. And it just stayed at one HP forever. <laughs> I feel bad for them being on the always on the cutting edge of the time zones. They they, they got to make sure they got a solid hour of testing for their real money making country, Japan, which is up next. Correct. Um, Japan and Australia had issues. I didn't hear of that many issues in the UK, which would have gone technically after that. Um, which is yeah, I think it went smoothly there. Uh, and then it came on to, all those time zones. <laughs> And then it came to the U.S. and I woke up to Eastern people having issues. And then I was like, okay. So I did it. We'll get to that <laughs> as well. Um, I had no issues. Uh, I There was about 35 people in my group and we walked past another group of 20 who I guess didn't get the memo and they started at a different gym and we swapped places. And it didn't seem like they had any issues. And then I heard after that a bunch of more issues existed. By the time all of those issues were complaining, Niantic was giving New Zealand another makeup day, which would have been Sunday. They had the same issues on Sunday yep. that they did Saturday. Yep. It was still broken. So they, 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 they <laughs> couldn't do it again. Yep. <laughs> and no news since then. No updates. How? I, I, I don't, I don't How? know. How? 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 How are you this because bad seven <laughs> years in? How? How? How do people still 
tolerate it. <laughs> That's the thing I don't understand. I don't get it. How? I don't get from a copy and paste perspective how raids have existed so long. And this isn't the first Elite raid. And this isn't even the first, like, time they've done a time-specific raid. They've done, like, V2s and... The- I don't... I so don't... I, I just... Like, I get there are different types of phones. There's different types of operating systems, right? You have Android, you have iOS, you have, you know, people that are on Dreamsicle and KitKat and Twix and Snickers and whatever other Android Reese's Cups. Like, what? Like, I get there are different operating systems. Okay. Here's the thing. I used to have to deal with call center people. And the fact that we had to include in our simulations always... Ask them what candy ver- drove me <laughs> up a wall because it's the dumbest I like naming it. scheme because it doesn't make sense. It's alphabetical. But it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, the candy it's isn't alphabetical. alphabetical. But it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> how, how, okay, you then just use the alphabet. How does that make it better than it's alphabetical candy? People are going to remember it more, though. Yeah, I wouldn't remember you, if you I would was remember on, that you're operating I guarantee you. I would remember if I was on in my 30 years of experience. <laughs> they do not remember <laughs> the candy okay. because they have no basis to tie it to reality. As much as Phone I like this candy and conversation, candy are we not need a pair. Talk about Niantic, not Google. <laughs> <laughs> The whole ironic thing is they talked about how they're improving in person. They want it to be easier. Uh, they want you to have a better experience. Obviously, none of this happened. We don't. We won't, we- <laughs> it, it happened in some time zones. My time zone, I am West Coast, and it was completely smooth. Yes. And I got to meet up with old raid groups I hadn't seen in years, and it was really great. I was also with a group of 35-ish people. We even used some of the new campfire features and met up with more people and i ended the day with four different reggie dragos so i have some to trade to people who had issues at some point or, <laughs> or who didn't do or it weren't able it, to make it it was just miserable it. out yesterday yep. it was yep. so ugly for most Greg, of the day you're gonna, yesterday. Have to, you're gonna have to start opening or sending gifts if you want to trade a legendary pokemon with me <laughs> look <laughs> greg gets his legendary they- pokemon from me during community <laughs> <laughs> i here's the thing my motto with Pokemon Go is I'll get it eventually. Yeah. When they don't care anymore and they're like, just shove it because we need to do something this weekend. I'll get it then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the things that Niantic did say, reading this whole blog post, they're saying they're going to make Campfire better. They're going to say that that goes to their first point of improving raids to make it easier for you to participate in local raids and to become. So it looks like. A couple things here. It looks like that they're going to add a feature where after you do a raid with a bunch of random people, you would have the option to add them as a friend after the battle. That's my takeaway from that first sentence, Um, which is like common in in like MMOs, right? Like you raided with a bunch of random people at the end. It's like, do you want to add this person as a friend? Pokemon Unite loves to do this. Like that person that just carried you, you want to add them as a friend? Of course, they're going to say no, because they're like, ah, I got to carry that person through this bad match. I don't want to add them as a friend. Um. So if ideally, you know, you raid with a bunch of random people locally, uh, we would hope or what Niantic is, uh, I guess, saying here is you'll be able to add them. And then once you add somebody as a friend, technically in Campfire, you are able to then DM them. So 
after seven years of this video game, you have some form of, you're going to have some form of communication to be like, if they have campfire and if they've opened it somewhat recently so they actually get the notifications. Right. There's still ifs there. There's still ifs, but before there was nothing. So there's yeah. something. Here. <laughs> <laughs> there's something here. Before there was nothing and now there could be something. There could be something, yes. <laughs> and then uh, they're they're saying they're going to enhance the game experience when playing with family and friends. Uh, I'm assuming that is just more rewards for playing with people on your friends list. That would be my my guess or my takeaway. Which would then piggyback off like we want you to add people and then new features and benefits, uh, new benefits and encounters with more Pokemon while exploring outside. So that's the make make the outside experience better. Don't nerf the at home experience. Obviously, none of that happened with Regidrago. Uh, Greg and I were supposed to do Regidrago. Well, the time was not an issue. Like it was like, well, we, we just we just need to figure out where to go. Now, you guys might, uh, for people listening to the podcast, you all would be like, well, Steve, you always talk about how great Mall of America is. Why don't you just, just go to Mall of America? You're 100% right. But for whatever reason, even though Mall of America has two to three EX raid gyms, nothing refuses to, sp- like Hoopa, Reggie Drago, nothing will spawn there. Nope. So I don't know if it's like a must be a park. Uh, <laughs> cats here. Uh, I don't know if it, if it's like a checkbox of must be park and must be EX raid gym because when I look at I campfire, that EX raid gyms were supposed to be in parks to begin with, for the most part. Parks are sponsored stuff. Yeah. So I think one of the EX raid gyms. That's probably it. Is uh like a Starbucks in the, the mall. The only EX raid gyms yeah. in the mall are the sponsored ones. That's probably why they're not getting it. Oh yeah, I had I, I'll I'll go relook, but I know what for sure one is like a Starbucks, and then the other I one mean, is like a theater stand or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're ignoring that there is an amusement park in <laughs> it's Mall of America. Trees, a lot of them. <laughs> they're real trees. Those are real trees. You know what's weird about Mall of America is the third floor is dramatically different than the first floor. First floor, you're like, yeah, man, there's trees and water. Where am I? <laughs> yeah, but that's how they keep the air clean. The easy solution would be go to Mall America, don't worry, because people who have no clue what's happening would still jump into the raid because there's just thousands of people there constantly. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at the map on Campfire. I'm actually like panicking. I'm like, I'm like, I really want Reggie Drago and I need this to work because if I can't get this to work, I got even more depression when Eliki comes. So I need this has to be the test run, right? Like I need to figure out. So I'm like looking in, I'm looking at the like all the places I've streamed Pokemon Go, places Greg has taken me, like Silver Park, Silver 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 Bullet Park, um, downtown Minneapolis, uh, Centennial Lake. I'm like looking and I'm like, okay, well there are I'm thinking like, okay, well, most Pokemon Go players, if they do want to leave, they don't want to leave for one raid. They want to at least do like two or three, and they want it to be in walking distance. And I'm like, okay, maybe over here. Then I'm thinking like, okay, well, how many people need to do Regidrago? I was like, well, I can grab Greg and Will and me. That's three. I can maybe grab one or two other people that we play community day with. That's five. Is that enough? And then I'm like, ah, but what if, well, see, this wouldn't have worked because Will had car trouble, so like that yep. again. You know, if you plan all this and then one person has car trouble, you're like, all right, now I'm down one. Then I did the thing that I hated: is I googled Reddit, Pokemon Go, Minneapolis, 
and I found a bunch of subreddits and none of them have been posted in like six, eight, <laughs> nine months. And I was like, okay. And then I'm like, I'm not going to Facebook. That that is the last that that I, I will. Who, who did go to Facebook for you? Also, I told you there were going to be two possible locations, and the most likely was Centennial Lakes. You're I right. told you the most likely spot, if it's not going to be at the Mall of America, was Centennial Lake because it's got a park, but you can kind of still be inside in any of the stores around there, and you don't have to be out in the cold. Yes. Greg sent me a Discord, and I was like, I don't know. I how, did. I don't know how he got this Discord. Look, I'm clever. So, are so you Gre- in more of the local Pokemon groups than Steve is? Okay. I mean, well, I mean, sort of. I'm in, in the, the local Pokemon that- groups, for the record. I left them all when I moved <laughs> to the state. Uh, I I am in a lot of things for a lot of Minneapolis, Minnesota stuff, yeah. mostly gay stuff, but occasionally I decide to tip my toe over into the normies straighties areas to see what they're up to just so that i'm prepared uh and it's easy to be in a discord and pay no attention to it yeah uh yeah so i have discords that i just like mute i never want to hear from you i'll go in there when (laughs) i need something greg sent me a discord it was the minnesota discord and in that discord was 300 other discords like narrowing down where in minnesota like do you want like duluth do you want the do you want saint paul do you want downtown? Do you want downtown St. Paul? Do you want downtown Minneapolis? Do you want North Minneapolis? North. So I'm like going through and I'm like, this is a nightmare. This is like, I, I like, this is a discord for a discord, which is, which was like the Milwaukee problem, which was like when I would raid locally in Milwaukee, people would be like, are, are you in the discord? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm in this discord. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, yeah, that Discord, but you got to be in the 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 Discord in the Discord. That's like the the this the Discord we all use. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not in the private secret Discord. Like, I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the Discord. Like, I don't want to be in the private Discord inside the Discord. So I click on two Discords. I clicked on the Centennial Lakes Discord, and I clicked on the Downtown Minneapolis Discord. Downtown Minneapolis Discord, no post in four months. I was like, okay. Well- Nobody works down there anymore. Well, A, nobody <laughs> lives in downtown Minneapolis. And B, nobody's worked down there since COVID. No post in four months. So when I clicked on the Centennial Lakes Discord, um, which is in Edina, uh, there was f- like three or four people talking about Reggie Drago. And I was like, all right, well, we're talking we're talking about Drago before I got here. And then people were saying they were going to this specific spot. I was like, great. As the night went on, uh, more and more people were talking about Reggie Drago. Uh, it seemed like before I went to bed, at least seven people were showing up, uh, at 11 a.m. for the two. And then when I woke up, it seemed like 15 people were going to show up. And when I got there, uh, there was 35 people, about 35 people, because we ended up doing two raids of 20 and the second one didn't fill fully. But, uh, also like the, the small issue is I'm like sitting in the parking lot because I'm there early. Uh, I'm there 10 minutes early uh, and I'm sitting in between the two 11 o'clock raids and I, I use campfire to like see and I see there are way more flares on the one that we didn't talk about in the discord. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and so I go back to the discord and I'm just reading everything and everyone's still saying they're going to the other one. And I was like, OK. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm getting on my car early because like. I want, I don't, you, right, you don't want to walk to the one that's wrong. And then all of a sudden, 
everyone did the other one and you missed out, right? So mm-hmm. I walk over there. There are there is a bunch of people there. It was by a coffee shop, so everyone was getting coffee. That was very convenient, nice. Um, and everyone ended up doing the raid in the coffee shop, but the coffee people were like, "Hey, yeah, do the raid," because they were, yeah, they, do it. they were, yeah, <laughs> just buy something, please. Yeah, they installed a lot of coffees very shortly. Um, and then when we walked to the other one, which had the more flares on it, um, there was a group of like twenty people that weren't weren't in the Discord, didn't get the memo. They maybe they're in a different Discord or a Facebook group, and we all s- switched places. It very much was. The thing that I think post pre that pre COVID people remember, which was this very sloppy, bad communication of people trying to get together to do a raid. And then everyone shows up and you could tell that there were people that knew each other and other people that don't talk to anyone, which is me. Um, it it was fine. Like, I, I didn't make <laughs> any new friends, Niantic. Like, the one of the. So if you did Reggie Drago, you got like a special quest, which was just make a friend. That's was the quest. And you, you got this right, Hannah. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, the, the concept was, oh, you're here make with a friend people. friend at the raid. Right. Yeah. You're here with people <laughs> to add. And there was like a small, I was almost ready to ask somebody. And then I was like, it's too cold. I'll just post oh, no. on Twitter. When I get back to my car, it's fine. Yeah, I, there were definitely people in my group that there were people on the far outskirts who definitely raided from like a block away, but then came in and really quietly asked to be friends with somebody and then really quietly became friends with somebody and left. So they succeeded for some people, at least. Yeah, I, I think it was a good, you know, when people are like, my local community is dead, Niantic fix it. There's only so much Ni- Niantic can do, right? Yeah. So I think making Campfire better and giving you a reason to try to go back outside and then the little like hey the, here's your quest add a friend like try to build your community like i think there was there was some thoughtfulness put into that of course people are awkward and and social interactions can be tough sometimes so you know yeah and that's not that's normal <laughs> and also and it's freezing out yes <laughs> and pelting it's you with snow it's not the best time of year and one other thing just as we're talking about campfire there were theoretically three time slots for this raid. Yes. But almost all of them were 11 o'clock. And yes. not everybody could do 11 o'clock. And after 11 o'clock, if you were looking for any more raids, at least in my city, you had to look everywhere. The only 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock raids were in the very outskirts of the city. And one of the things I'm hoping maybe they will implement in Campfire someday is a way to search for the raids you're looking for. Because I couldn't find the two o'clock raids, and we only barely found one that we could make it to, and then only barely found another that we could make it to, and I'm not sure I found more than one five o'clock raid in my entire city. Something was up there. I feel like with the Hoopa raids, I heard they were more balanced. I didn't have the issue of not seeing a lot of five o'clocks. I saw plenty of five o'clocks. I had the issue where no one cared about five o'clock. Like, yeah. In the Discord, but, I mean, it only, was, are you going to 11 or are you going to 2? Needed, you only ultimately needed three people for this raid. If, yes. if you had strong players. It was not nearly as hard as, say, a Mewtwo, when Mewtwo was in EX raids. Well, Hoopa seemed like you needed nine. Like, eight to nine for Hoopa. Okay. Um, Hoopa seemed much, much tougher from... 
Well, Hoopa was also only weak to like what's Hoopa weak to? It's like Bug and definitely Bug because it's Psychic Dark, Bug and something else. It's weak to. So like at the time, I I don't I think we just got Mega Scizor, um, but like it again just like Niantic sends this message of like we want to make the in person stuff better, and they had possibly one of the worst events. <laughs> for a lot of times so. only I, I want I want to keep saying I had a really good experience with it. My time zone went smoothly. People showed up who were in communities that hadn't come together in a while. One person even brought a switch and was letting people transfer postcards in so that they could get Gimme Ghoul. So a ton of people got Gimme Ghoul for the first time. My my raid event went very smoothly and very well. Yes, but it too. definitely did not in a lot of places. But I can I I cannot imagine showing up with like I feel so bad cuz I I get it. I cannot imagine showing up with like 20 people at 11 o'clock, nothing works. Yeah. The like half hour of defeat is awful. It sucks. And then you know, I I've been, I I could imagine all those 20 people were like, "Okay, well, you know, we're New Zealand or, you know, we're one of the early time zones. Uh I guess we'll see you guys in 3 hours at 2 o'clock." Because at least you can organize when you're all there in person to be like, are we all coming back at two? And most of the people are probably going to say, yeah, other people are probably going to be like, no, this is my only time zone. And then to come back to that same issue. Mm -hmm. And then Niantic is like, okay, tomorrow. And then to show up all again and to come back in the same issue, like just the dominoes of destroying people's confidence faith like wasting their time like oh it's it's the waste of the time it's already bad like when you do it at 11 i already feel like the hardcore players are the ones that go out right away right yep. so you're getting like the 11 o'clock and then you're getting the hardcore people that can like okay well i can't do 11 it's too late so they got whatever i'll do it at two and so then you have a five o'clock time frame where it's like this is a wasteland of people because it's five o'clock on a saturday and it's also just a weird time. But then to have none of those work and then be like, we're going to come back tomorrow. The, those are deal breaking things for me as a video game player. Those are uh, you do not respect my time. I cannot keep doing this. I cannot set aside two full days. In essence, because you have to be there and then you have to leave and you're like, OK, well, I have to do something within these three hours, which means I can't really pick up my life again because I I have to do something like I'll go shopping or I'm just going to go sit at home and then drive back out. And who knows how far that drive was? I mean, these are th these would be me saying I am done with this game. I am done. And the other problem that, that that isn't really talked about is you have the people who successfully did it. Like myself or Hannah, Reggie Drago's gonna come back. Let's just say Reggie Drago comes back next week. I don't have an incentive to do it again. Yeah. And and even if like half the people that did it, they they, they got one, they got two, they got, you know, three stars. Like you're already you already don't have your entire player base committed to this. You you convince some of your player base to do it. Some of the player base got it. So what's the likelihood of that player base going back out? So it's like every time it comes back around, it's just a smaller pool of people. And it's more difficult to plan. 
If it was a competitively or any other way useful Pokemon, people might go out and raid more. The only reason I went out to the second round at 2pm was because somebody in my group wasn't able to catch either one that we went against in the first round. They both ran from her. Uh, I wanted to talk about that too. I didn't think about that until (laughs) uh, I was there. I got 22 Pokeballs to catch Regidrago, which is a lot of Pokeballs. Uh, both times it took over 10 Pokeballs, and I'm hitting... It was farther away than you thought it was going to be. Golden Raz, great, excellent. I cannot imagine... Again, this this is like a small set of players, but like I can't imagine being like, okay, I only have time to do one Regidrago. I woke up at 11, I drove out here. Like Even if you lived in a city where only had one E... Not EX raid, um, Elite raid... And you did the work, you did what Niantic wanted you to, you woke up, you got to your one elite raid, other people showed up, and then you didn't catch it? Like, that also kind of sucks a lot. Mm -hmm. I I still fundamentally question, at this point in our game lives, what are catch rates getting us? Uh, What? what, Yeah. How is it, how, how is that a fun mechanic and not just a bald face. We need to use our economy better. So we need you to waste Pokeballs. Particularly in raids. And particularly in limited time raids like these. I think I definitely agree. I know that that event where we were able to use Beast Balls on the Ultra Beasts, everyone was super excited about. Because we didn't have to worry about the catch rates at all. There. Yeah. I think it could still technically fail but because the catch rate was so high and because you had so many pokeballs yeah yeah i mean my problem right now like my problem with catch rate uh, or like the rate system is like i don't really care if i don't catch it like maybe if it was like a perfect iv and i failed to catch it like i would feel like bad but also if it was perfect iv i would be like more focused on like making sure i just play a little bit slower and stuff it's just it is the worst feeling in the world to throw 22 Pokeballs and not catch something because it's so time consuming. Yeah. Like I would rather them say like, okay, catch rate is uh 25% because like I think with a Pokeball, it's like closer to like six or 7%, but you, you, you only get three Pokeballs. I'd be like, that's way better because at least I'm not wasting like 10 minutes. At least I know that like, okay, I didn't get it. All right. No big deal. On to the next one. Like it sucks. I've done um, raid hours. Every Wednesday night at Mall of America for the last month, just because they're Pokemon that I don't have as shiny. And it's just like catching, trying to keep up with the group. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, Mall of America, you know, there's three floors. You have no clue where people are, but like you jump in and you kind of figure like, oh, they're moving this way of like, well, I got to like throw as fast. Like I, if I don't get in the group, then it's going to be like five people instead of 20 people. And that's going to take longer to do the raid. And then I'm going to be like, I don't want to spend 50 minutes throwing 22 pokeballs for the game to be like up oh, you didn't get it like yeah yep there are so many times when we're at a mall of america where we're like i'm still trying to catch this we can't move forward yet i'm yeah. still on this lengthy 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 screen and i at the end i wasted 20 minutes i didn't get it fun and we are saying these as players who know how to throw the Pokeball in Pokemon Go, have access to Ultra Balls, have Golden Raspberries, probably have at least a gold badge of the type that we're catching, so that boosts the catch rate too. And even when uh, the catch rate 
formula is tricky. There's the theory that as you go farther along, the catch rate goes up. And as you have fewer and fewer Pokeballs left, the catch rate goes up. That hasn't been confirmed. But we're, we know how to do this. We have all of the bonuses that make it as yeah. easy as it possibly could be. And we are still having a hard time with it. It's I mean, why it's the same. It's, I did the Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan with Greg. And yeah. the, the, the problem with that event was the catch rate. Like oh, I, it was I, I could so hit an excellent on Hitmonlee every single time. Gold, oh, not golden razz. Well, I, at a certain point, I was golden razzing Hitmonlees because I was like, I just want to hit the excellent, make sure I catch it. But like, raspberry, ultra ball, excellent. Oh, didn't catch it. Didn't catch it. And you had to catch 10. And I'm like, we are going to be here literally until I die. <laughs> because this is so abysmally slow. And it's not, I don't, it is also a thing that turns people off the game. Because it's like, oh, I went to this great big raid event and I'm so excited and I didn't catch it. And I don't yeah. know when the next one is Especially, or I have to come back in three hours. No, why <laughs> did I do this? Especially for the low level people who don't have a set group and who don't have those catch rate bonuses from having the medals of Pokemon you have caught over the years. It, I mean, I have, I have played and done raids with new players. It is very, very hard for them to catch a legendary. Mm-hmm. Their catch rate is just so much worse. Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody I was playing with, they were struggling to catch their. Se- they failed to catch their first Reggie Drago. There was only two. Uh, they were getting frustrated that they went through ten of their twenty-two Pokeballs for the second Reggie Drago, and I was like, "Please hand me your phone because, like, I don't want to go to a third <laughs> Reggie Drago for you. I want you to get this one so we can go to lunch and then go home. I don't want to do more Reggie Drago." Yeah. It took so much planning to get these two Reggie Drago. <laughs> Last thing I want to say um, before we take a break. I think that the community ambassador program, something we haven't talked about, is an actual great thing that Niantic is doing. Niantic provides these people with codes and 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 resources, and they really do a great thing. I didn't realize there were so many. When I was going back into my Discord hole, of regret to try to find Reggie Drago. I just like I just thought to myself if there was somebody running this and encouraging people to like get excited and like don't worry this is the plan that whole experience would go so much more smoother. And there was a cool thing that Niantic did in Seattle where they took um content creators and they put them in charge of like these raid trains and so um like it was me and the go cast and we had like a, a sunday morning and then like a saturday afternoon and niantic was like okay meet the two creators that we put in charge at this time at this location all you have to do is show up and then me and the people from go cast we looked at the map and we were like okay let's go this way and we ended up doing 20 30 raids in our time and we had a whole group of people and we were like okay all right everyone good we're moving to the next one okay like hey just a heads up we're gonna cross a busy road like be safe and like hey does anyone need help anyone need like we were in charge of that and it went super smooth and at the end of that in both days people were like this was a great experience like i've never done this before this was a great raid. like i i got a shiny for the first time i've never done this many raids like I met people like it was a, a genuinely 
good experience. And I think that sometimes because we have these solo experiences, we or we complain about not having these group things or you see online people are like we don't have a local community like the, the niantic doing this community ambassador program is really great the problem is like people have to dedicate their time and their passion to pogo and i would love to do that in like i i was i was going to talk to greg and be like we should get golden lures and we should pick a day where on like, greg knows a lot of people in minnesota we could I be do. like we could be like hey on on saturday at mall america Show up at 11, everyone pop down to Golden Lure, and we could all walk away with Golden Go easily. Like, this has been proven in a couple cities that they can do it. And we could probably do it here. And I could probably, like, organize and do that one time. I would love to organize and do that for all of Pokemon Go. I just don't have the time. Um, And also, where are you organizing it at? Like, you have to go out to something that people feel comfortable using. That you you still have to find a central location to house it. So, like, it would be great if on the, like, GoFest days, like, as part of their ambassador program, they built it into their website. So at least everybody who's going to Pokemon Go Live, if you're an ambassador, you could sign up and say, I'm going to run this event so that people aren't like, well, are you on Discord? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter? Are you on Instagram? Are you on TikTok? Which social media do I need to find you? Where is this information? Because what happens with most ambassadors is they are then spending, they're doing the job of a social media manager across 50 social media platforms trying to hit everybody and they are barely being compensated for that work barely and there are probably better communities than others better community ambassadors than others but like there there is a lot of value to somebody who cares enough about pokemon go and cares enough to foster a good community in the area and if you don't have that you 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 could have a worse experience right you you'd be the person that'd be like well there's no community here and if somebody yeah. in your community took charge, you would have a community. Whether or not you want to participate in that community, that is up to you. But at least you at least you would have a group of people that you could be like, well, I don't talk to anyone. Um, I don't really I'm not really part of the community, but I know there is an active community and I know they will be at Reggie Drago in this park because they're always there because that's the community. Um, having a good leader, having someone who is willing to teach and reach out to people and someone who can do those things means a lot. I think it's one of the reasons that my uh, Pokemon Go club that I put together from college is still going, because when you have a set group with somebody who is actively trying to get these things going and actively trying to get people together, you have a healthier community. But it's work. It, it is. is work. Yeah. It absolutely is. <laughs> like it, it is. It is work. It is often work that goes unthanked. It is often work that easily gets taken for granted. And it is so incredibly easy to burn out of that role very, very quickly. It is hurting cats are exhausting. It's exhausting when they're friends of yours and you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. It is a million times worse when they're a pack of strangers that you do not give any cares about. You're like, I don't don't know you. I'm doing this out of me being nice. And if you are a horrible experience, I no longer want to do this. Speaking of what people no longer want to do, linking their Pokemon Go account to their Switch, but 
that's not the actual issue. So we'll talk about the actual <laughs> issue when we come back from our break. Uh, and then uh, we'll talk about the next update planned for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. This year, count on Every Plate to make mealtime easier without compromising on quality. Every Plate recipes include only the highest quality ingredients, including sustainably sourced seafood, so you know your meals will be fresh and flavorful. Looking to carve out more time in 2023? Get Every Plate and take back the clock with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, so you can make mealtimes fit your schedule, not the other way around. Choose Every Plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying quick, satisfying meals. Every Plate meals are 58% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. You get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. How's that spicy chicken? I haven't had spicy chicken, Greg. What? And, 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 it hasn't been on the rotation. What? <laughs> that is like the standard. How? I know. Look, like I'm sure it's great. Here's the thing about every plate is you don't sign up and then just get the same meals every single week. There are I mean, ro- you do. Well, I mean, you could. You could <laughs> ideally. But they're also rotating out a bunch of new meals constantly. Gotcha. I've talked about this before. I don't get every plate every, every week. I get it every other week. But you could do every week if you want. Uh, you could also add on stuff. You could add on big old bowl of macaroni and cheese if you want to. I'm still really, really happy with it. Get a dollar forty nine per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code super effective one four nine. So once again, that is everyplate.com slash podcast. Enter code super effective one four nine and you will get started with every plate for just a dollar forty nine. Per meal. Hey, hello. Hi. We haven't done a Patreon ad in a while, so here's a Patreon ad. If you are a current listener or a new listener or a longtime listener and you're looking for a way to support or if you like what you're hearing, you can support us over at Patreon, patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And that gets you a bunch of stuff if you're interested. First off, it gets you access to our Slack community, which has over 700 trainers talking and trading and doing a bunch of stuff over there. You know what you do in like a Slack community. You also get access to ad-free episodes of the show. So if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, you'll be able to skip the ads and get some bonus music instead of listening to, you know, the two or three ads that we run every single episode. So you can support us. Also, at higher levels, you'll be able to get postcards, stickers, posters, a bunch of other stuff happening. And I appreciate it because this is what I do for a living. I bring you Pokemon news and talk about Pokemon and people listen and still shocked to this day that people listen. But but if you want to support, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Or if you can't remember that, uh, it'll be in the show notes. Or if you want to remember something else, you can go to isc.cash. Patreon safe, secure, an easy way to support the show. Um, if you start supporting us today on the 13th, you'll get charged every day on the 13th. So Patreon up that. Also, if you want to save money and if you support us at a full year, you get two months for free. So if you're interested, like I said, patreon.com slash PKMNCST. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of the episode.
And we are back from our break. All right. Left the transition of it is possible to connect Pokemon Go to Scarlet and Violet. And you do two things with that. The first thing is you can get the different forms of Vivian uh, into Scarlet and Violet. Yep. Which is the first way ever that you could theoretically get them with your own trainer ID and shiny hunt them all without importing DSs from countries <laughs> or whatever. This is devaluing my Vivian. I spent an entire year traveling the world. Millions of dollars spent as I used a hot air balloon to travel the world with my 3DS to catch all the different Vivian. And here they are postcarding it away for cheap. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is if you send any postcard, I guess technically you this happens both ways. Um, because you'd still get the Vivian from it. Uh, you would get a opportunity to open your Gimme Ghoul box, which is kind of like the Meltan box, except you can use it every day, and you have to sync your. You just have to send any postcard. Uh, I think it's too complicated in this podcast to explain how to do that. You have to like go into it. it it's not yep. a. It's not very intuitive. <laughs> I walked a bunch of people through it yesterday. It took taking. Uh, small steps every time. Yeah. Uh, you have to go into your postcard book. And then it's, it's, it's not great. Hopefully they fix that. So there, there are a ton. We talked about this last week. There are a ton of people out there that refuse to do this feature uh, because they... Oh, the part of the reason why you would want to do the Gimme Ghoul box for the record is when you do it five times, you then get the golden lure, which if you spend the golden lure, you get coins. Uh, anyone who spends the Golden Lair can get coins. So earlier we talked about how communities were getting everyone to bring their Golden Lair to a place. And then if everyone lays it down, it's easy to then get Golden Go because you need 99, 999 coins. The Golden Lures are the fast way to get coins. Yes. If you catch Gimme Ghoul, you have a chance of getting a coin when you catch him. You have to do it five times. You get a Golden Lair. And I believe then another five times gets you a Golden Lair. So... I believe you can hold two at once. Like it should work like other lures where you can like stack them. So ideally in 15 days, you could have three and go to a place and lay down all three, I guess. I think that's how it works. Uh, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. If you could only hold one. That being said, we talked about last week how or maybe the week before how there's a, a bug right now that's happening where people are losing their saved data. A very, very, very small amount of people. Uh, I want to remind everyone that this game sold 23 million copies and Sword and Shield has sold 26 million copies. One of those games has been out for three years. Another one of those games has been out for three months. Uh, so uh, whether or not you hate Scarlet and Violet, it's uh, undeniably uh, it's undeniable that it sold very well. When the reports of I lost all my data began, it began because somebody said I was doing the Vivian stuff. Mm -hmm. And I believe we said on this very show that there were reports of people saying they don't even play Pokemon Go and they lost their stuff. Mm -hmm. So, again, we're just reiterating that other people have now tried to prove it, tried to replicate it. It has nothing to do with the Pokemon Go connection. There, I there don't are. Don't know if we can one hundred percent say it has <laughs> nothing to do with it. 
I yeah, think we can. that because if, if somebody has never even installed Pokemon Go and they lost all their data, it has nothing to do with the connection. And if you can't replicate it, yes, it could have something to do with it, but also have to run into something, maybe a particular time on the clock, maybe a particular type of internet connection. I don't even know. It could be one factor, but people I, haven't I, it, been able to replicate it, so we don't know. I think the factor is it's the 1.2 update. It's there. I there think are people. That, that is a yeah. factor. But, but I think. But that, if I if I install 1.2 and I don't, I've never played Pokemon Go in my life, and I lost my data. I yeah. can safely say that it has nothing to do with Pokemon Go. I've never done anything. It doesn't for those players. There's just of the people who have run into this bug, there is a large enough subcategory of them who say that this happened right after them doing the Vivian that I don't want to completely rule that out. I know people who have gotten, did Vivian every single day and they have not yeah. had this issue. Yeah. I, no, also, I, I don't think that this is a common thing. I have all. also not seen anyone who updated over a week ago and then suddenly lost their data today. From my understanding, yeah. the data loss is pretty shortly after you update. Now, it is possible that somebody hasn't played Scarlet and Violet until two days ago. And when they logged in two days ago, they were forced to do the 1.2 update. And then shortly after they lost their data. That is possible. But I think if you are listening to this podcast right now and you have been playing since the update, I have not seen any experience of somebody being like, I've been playing for 10 days and now I lost my data. As long as you have saved and closed and opened your game again since then. Yeah, I think I probably agree. Yeah. Like I like I like I think the 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 if you have successfully closed and opened your game you are probably fine <laughs> is what it comes down to. But there were there were people out there specifically when Vivian was coming out saying like okay well is it Vivian and they were trying to replicate it. Mm -hmm. And like what is it because it's too Vivian. Again for the people who lost their data which sucks by the way. Um I think we're up to like 50 people. Now, again, at least yeah. if one million people updated their game, 50 people out of one million is very small. That's not to like that sucks for those 50 people. hundred um, percent. It's not like Pokemon games are the only games in the world where people have lost data, right? Like or if you played a Bethesda game, I'm sure you've lost your data in who knows what kind of way, because Bethesda games are also terribly broken. But uh, what was my point? The. The Vivian isn't. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the Vivian, and I don't think... And, and we also know that there are some people who didn't buy the DLC who also lost their data, which was yeah, another thing. Yeah, the DLC is, isn't. Is that like, was another thing that people had thought, but the DLC definitely is not. I don't know. I don't think we can say definitely, but most likely is not <laughs> a factor. Uh, Mr. Joe Serby said that he reached out to the Pokemon company about this, and they said they are aware, whatever that means. <laughs> They're still looking at it. Right, like... I mean, the thing is, is I think, like, we've waited the week, because we talked about it last week, we've waited a week. They can't successfully replicate it Yeah. in a meaningful way. It's most likely saying they're looking into it, meaning they have not been able to successfully replicate it, so they are still looking, which means it is, no matter what triggers it, it is a... Uh, fairly rare series of events that a very large corporation can't replicate what is happening. That means it is generally small. This is the week we usually wait 
when we say like something's happening, if you want to be safe, wait a week and see if they can replicate it. They can't. Um, so they're still looking into it because they need to know what series of events causes it so they can fix the bug or say, oh, it's this or put some set of advice. But generally, it's a it is a rare series of events that is a very specific sequence that they have not tapped down yet. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of variables that can happen. Like, were these people date skipping? Were there was their clock the wrong time when they updated? Uh, did these people have an SD card? Did they not have an SD card? Did, were, was there was their internal storage full? Was it not full? I know I know Pokemon doesn't save to the SD card, but there can still be issues with an SD card affecting something else. Like um, there can still be corruption in a, in a in a sense. Um, not specifically with Pokemon, but like something wrong with the SD card affecting the system or the system having trouble to read. It was it a Wi-Fi disconnection, right? Like did 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 their Wi-Fi have a hiccup when it was downloading 1.2 and didn't download two of the megabytes of the 1.2? Like it there's so many different variables um that it is possible that they may not be able to ever reproduce it. And the you know, there's the point zero 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 one percent chance when people upgrade to one point two that there's corruption and they lose their stuff. I said this last week. I will say it again. I I, I don't think these people are going to get some magical recovery feature. <laughs> nah, <laughs> because that would require Game Freak to then spend resources and time trying to f- if they can't even figure out what's causing the issue. Like that's not a good sign. Like if right. they, if they could say like, oh, like this was the issue and now we're. Who knows? There is an up, another another update coming. But it is not related to this. Yes. So this is off NintendoLife.com. Uh, Game Freak tweeted, uh, which is very rare for them to do, um, that uh, the, new, the next update will fix a few bugs, but a bug m- mostly when a player would catch an egg instead of walking wake or iron leaves if they were on version 1.1 when the raid event started locking them out of catching Pokemon. A repeat of the raid event will return around the same time as the update. We will provide more info as it comes. So this is scheduled for late April, if I remember correctly. Um, For some reason, this press release doesn't have it, but they have the notes. This is a weird bug, too, because the reason people were able to catch an egg and not Walking Wake or Iron Leaves is because they didn't update to 1.2. But the game shouldn't have let them connect to the internet. Mm-hmm. It sounds like if they were connected to the internet already. Like they were the in the started. game. Yeah, they were yeah. in the game. The raid started. They saw... They, they in, joined somebody else's. They joined somebody mm-hmm. else's raid, and then it flipped out. Which is like such a weird series <laughs> to have happen, but enough people were able to do it that they're like, okay, we here, we have a fix. We're going to fix it and so then we're going to redo you the raid. You literally had to be playing the game and connected to the internet when the update came out. Ignore yep. that update. Continue playing. Because if you would have closed the game or like right. put it on standby, it would have disconnected you. Mm-hmm. So you would have, and then go and just do the raid. Yeah. So they probably know exactly how many people that was because it had to be very specific. 
<laughs> but those people couldn't catch Iron Leaf or Walking Wake. They ended up catching an egg. They can't catch it at all. After, so after they did it, when they updated it, it didn't allow them to catch anymore. So they're fixing it for those people. They said other bug updates will happen. I don't know. I mean, like, Joe, Serebi, or, you know, somebody close to the Pokemon company talking to the Pokemon company is one thing. The Pokemon company tweeting about this egg issue and saying an update is coming is a whole nother thing. I'm curious if the Pokemon company doesn't want to tweet about the 1.2 issue because they don't know what it is yet. Like, and they could be like, they don't want to even admit it's their fault. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, that could be an element of it. It could be that the 1.2 issue is just much, much smaller than the egg issue was. I mean, it does sound like the egg issue was uh, rare, but definitely something people could have run into. 100%. I can imagine playing a game during that time and then you see that these new things are out and go, oh, I'm already online. I can just go do this. Yeah. Yeah. Which that could happen very easily. You don't need to update to do Cinderace and Greninja. And those were new Pokemon being added. So no fault to them to be like, oh, these are just new Pokemon being added. But yeah, we have no idea how many people were impacted by the catch and egg glitch. But we do kind of have an idea of how small the 1.2 corruption bug is, at least as far as we can tell, it's very, 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 very small. It's well, just even bad. with the egg thing, they can replicate it. Like they figured out what happened yeah. and they yeah. can put a exactly. bug fix it and say, we'll <laughs> right. run it again. Like this is something we found, we replicated it and now we can fix it. Like that sort of explains generally how companies are like, yep, we found it, we fixed it, we replicated it and we can come up with steps to remedy it. Whereas with the save thing, they are, lost as to what causes it or how to fix it i was gonna say i was i was i was somewhat excited to come back to this show and be like well it's been two weeks since 1.2 on the plus side my game hasn't crashed yet that 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 that's (laughs) (laughs) that hasn't happened how's that i will post my game doing really weird things on social media i think for the most part it's funny like I play other video games too. Like I, I like I, I and other video games do have it, like silly, weird bugs, glitches, crashes. I, while I do think Scarlet and Violet is is a pretty buggy mess, I've played much buggier, ridiculous things happen in other games. So like to I me, think, it, it's just funny. I think they're coming off of the buggy mess that was Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl into another buggy mess is adding to people's frustration. Well, yeah. you had Arceus in the middle there. Yeah. And I don't remember Brilliant Arceus Diamond doing Shining anything Pearl. too wild. Yeah, that was there a pretty a solid f- game. There were a few, but it was a pretty <laughs> solid game. <laughs> oh, but, and uh, also Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl was Ilka. Yes. Um, yeah, that's true. but people aren't going to make right. They just think it's a Pokemon distinction. Game. Like, instinctually, like, emotionally, it's like, the... The main series games have had two buggy messes in a row. Like yeah. Legends Arceus. Don't get don't get too <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for for people who are on audio, Greg is using quotation marks there. <laughs> I do I do, I mean I do hate the thing of like Nintendo would never allow this to happen. These people clearly have never played Super Mario Sunshine. That game was yeah. that game <laughs> They've was like allowed a hot it to mess. happen. 
Uh, and Nintendo did allow that to happen for Super Mario Sunshine. Anyways, also like watch speedrunners play Breath of the Wild. That game is in- that game can be incredibly broken if you know how to break it. Like, hey everybody, play an original Gen One cartridge if you want to know how buggy a Pokemon <laughs> game can be. Right. Like, play like, Gen One. Most po- like I can think of like uh, with maybe the exception of Black and White. I can think of. I'm sure Black and White has bugs. Don't get me wrong, but like. Man, like the Gen one, one through four, like there's so many things that are broken. Gen six has a lot of things that are broken. Seven, um, like like all Pokemon games have been broken I in mean, some way. Gen or three had the berry issue that you had to go and get a file <laughs> upload for crying out loud. Like every generation has bugs. I think not most of them have been small and somewhat specific. And generally not like I've glitched through the floor or I made a sandwich and it launched me into space. Yeah. Or I'm connected <laughs> with my friend and they have 17 foot long arms and are running around on an invisible bike. Like I'm into all like, of this. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> okay, so I had I had a series of issues. So again, I, I post some of my bugs on social media. I think they're mostly funny. Like I'm like whatever, right? Like a bug happens. I think it's I think it's more humorous than not. Really not the end of the world, right? Maybe I lost like two minutes of save data or something. And I always get comments that are like, How how is your game so buggy? Like, do you have digital? Do you have physical? Like, I've never experienced a bug in my life. And it's like, I don't I still don't believe you. Maybe you have different <laughs> definitions of what bugs are. But it, when I was playing Scarlet and Violet the other night, I spent literally, not exaggerating, four hours deleting Pokemon. I was in Mesagosa. I was talking to the big and small lady, and I was checking every single Pokemon I have ever caught. And then that took four hours. And she was like, this is the biggest one I've ever seen. And whatever, right? And then after she said that none of my Pokemon were big or tiny, I then promptly started throwing them all away because I have now checked that they don't have a mark. They're not shiny. They don't have anything special about them. They don't have big or small. They're going to the grinder, right? Professor Oak, very happy he's getting these these Pokemon. And then I was like, oh, it's daylight. When I started this, it was nighttime. It is daylight now. I'm going to go to the auction. So I fast travel from Mesagosa to the lighthouse and I started walking to the auction, and I am walking underwater. Like, it is the <laughs> slowest. Like, I know we talk about how this game has no frames. It, it It is literally one frame a second. I am falling from the lighthouse into the city at one frame a second. I get into the auction house. There are no people at all in the auction house. It is dead empty. And slowly, one by one, the people start spawning in. And I was like, are we not selling anything? And then eventually, they then pop up above their head that they're selling something. It was, uh, it, I, I, it was a nightmare. Like, I've never seen the game so slow. And of course, my Twitch chat was like, ah, you're probably leaking memory. Which has already been proven that memory leak Shit. in this game is not Did a thing. Did you reset your pram? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You guys are right. I'm just going to believe you guys. I know I know that the, I, every time I have reset my game to like air quote reset the memory, I get a crash shortly afterwards. I want to just point out I am playing on, I, I am playing on a digital version. I am up to date. There's literally nothing else on my SD card because I only download Pokemon games and I'm running on a Switch OLED brand new. It's not like a, you know, like a six year old Switch, right? Not that the OLED is faster. It's just 
new, you know, so there's not at least there's not a lot of dust in it <laughs> yet. So I, I save the game. I close it out. And then everyone in Twitch chat is like, you're going to turn your game back on. You're going to have data loss. And I was like, at this point, I hope so. I, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Put me out of my misery right now. So everyone's holding their breath. I turn my game back on. It turns on fine. And then I was like, I, I start running around. I can't even remember the the, the auction house town. Or so Marinata, I think. Marinata, yeah. Uh, uh, so I start running around. And I'm like, ah, oh, maybe you guys were right. Like, the, like it's, I no longer feel underwater. Like, everything feels really smooth. I, so I start running around for 60 seconds. I go to open my menu. My whole game crashes. Just black screen. <laughs> Not even on for two minutes. I didn't do anything, right? I literally just opened the game, spun in a circle, and then tapped the button for my menu. Whole game crashes. Gone. And then everyone goes, here's the data loss. <laughs> 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 so I reopened the game. And I'm like, I'm going to lose everything. This is it. And game boots up just fine. And I'm like, okay, yeah. great. I was like, before I go to bed, it's like 12, 15 in the morning. I got to go out to Reggie Drago. I'm going to sink myself the gimme ghoul. And then I'm going to like, we're, we're going to end stream, right? I just got, I'm, I'm going to do it on stream. Otherwise, I'm going to forget. So I do the connect to Pokemon Go. I go into Pokemon Go to grab a postcard. I was like, any postcard's fine. I don't care about Vivian. I go to connect. And it goes connection issue, and then my game boots down again. Just oh, that's your data loss right there. And then I was like, "This is it. This is it. This, this, this. The what data loss. <laughs> <laughs> I have done nothing. I have booted my game fresh up from a crash, and all I want to do is sync a postcard. And I was like, "This is it. This is. I'm. I, everything's gone. I uh, like. There's no way. Uh, I boot it back up. My data is still there." I was like, all right, one more time. I Why not, right? Where we've made it this far. <laughs> I go to sing, send the Gimme Gold postcard. It sends. It says that the box is now available to open. And I was like, all right. That was, that was 10 minutes of this video game. Like, I, it, it's not like I am, I'm trying to... The, the point of the story is like, I'm not trying to break the game. Like I said, I was in Mesagosa for four hours just doing like, is this big or is this small? And then I proceeded to throw away a bunch of Pokemon, and then I fast traveled to an auction house, and then my game felt like it was from 1962. <laughs> like, like it was like we haven't invented this technology yet. Do you like slideshows? Because you're about to watch a slideshow. Heck yeah, I love them. Yeah, uh, just FYI, uh, Pokemon Unite is also crashing when you go through menus. Sometimes we would just say. No, I know. I know you wanted to move through our sluggish menus to maybe get to your emblems. I'm going to tell you right now the answer to that is no. There's still and I'm done. The mystery of the universe: how Unite runs so smoothly in game, but the menus are the, the slowest are things still in the world. Such hot garbage. This Zashian thing where you have to go through the board game, navigating to the board game mm -hmm. takes four. Ever. Their menus are so flippin' slow for no good. But hey, as long as I'm in a match so I can get angry in real time, I'm happy. So yeah, if you've updated to 1.2 and you are able to open and close your game, I think it is somewhat safe to say that you are probably fine. <laughs> I know there are some people opting to skip Decidueye this weekend because they are so scared they're going to lose their data. But again, don't want to fear monger. 
you like there's no i i guess don't play your game until the end of april because it doesn't sound like a new update's coming anytime soon they came out and they were like end of april is our next update or use a second profile for the vivian if you think it may be one of the things in the sequence of events that leads to this bug that is the other thing that i have seen people suggesting but you're that's a lot of work for a butterfly just wait at that point. You've waited how many years at this point to get them? You can wait another month. You know, on the plus side, if if I would have lost my data in any of those three crashes in the matter of 10 minutes, at least it would have been recorded because we have no recordings or footage of this happening. Correct. We only have screenshots mm-hmm. of people booting up their game being like, data is gone. So we have literally no recordings of this happening of this data loss happening in real time. So again, we don't uh, we we don't know what they were doing with their switches. We don't know if the common thing they had in common is they were all date skipping because of raids and they were all in 2027. There are at least some people who have said that is not the case, but sure. Right, yeah. So there's there are some people that didn't buy the DLC, some people there are that some didn't people do who've gotten their whale lord to respond and I don't believe them either. <laughs> I want I want to point out that there was a game that was was called Animal Crossing New Horizons, right? It came out on the Nintendo I Switch. I don't know her. It came out at the beginning of the pandemic. And and you know, before this game came out, I thought to myself, the internet is a good place. <laughs> What what led you to that? Because what? Okay, so before this game came out, I thought to myself, the internet is a good place because if I'm ever stuck in a game, I could just Google what I'm stuck in, right? And then somewhere on the internet, there would be a link. I would click it. It would give me the details. And I think I have a look. Joe and Joe and I are, are friends. Every time we see each other, hang out, hug, great thing. I I, I do make fun of Joe for having a very bad website. I think Sarah B looks. Like it's from like 1996. Um, it's nostalgic. It's I, retro. I have, to, I, I have to put on four pairs of glasses and zoom into 300% a view thing to even read this website of Cerebi. But, you know, the th- stuff on Cerebi is like 99% right. And if it's the 1% wrong, if you tweet at Joe, he'll be like, oh, my, nope, forgot about this. Let me go update it, right? Uh when Animal Crossing came out, the amount of misinformation and people just posting whatever they wanted and then like, I don't know if this is true or not, or like, this was true in Wild World. That is a totally different game than New Horizons. Why are we just assuming it works the same way? But the thing that drove me the most crazy is people had like the final store, Nooks of Nook's Cranny. And I was like, I do not care if you have time traveled, what did you do to get that store? <laughs> and did you time travel? And people were and like, nobody I had the answer. And people were like, I'd never time traveled before. I don't know how I got the store. Uh, I've only been playing this game for three days and I have the store. And I'm like, I, I, what are you? How did you get the? We then found out 30 days later that the only way to get the store was to play the game for 30 days. And I had dozens if not like 50 people 
tell me that they have never time traveled, yet they had the new store. Your definition of time travel is clearly not the same because if you moved <laughs> one day in the future, that is still time travel. If you moved six hours into the future, that is still time travel. For people to be like, I never time traveled. I don't know how I got the new store. No, you did time travel multiple times. Six hours, 24 hours, three weeks. That is still time traveling. What? Like... So people being like, I've never experienced a bug. We have different, di very different <laughs> definitions of what bugs are. <laughs> like I, I <laughs> can tell you, I have never time traveled. <laughs> just, I don't care if you time traveled. I just wanted to know if you did because I think that's how you get the story. <laughs> no judgment here. That's I mean a lot of judgment here. I am Rose I am Rossetti. I'm gonna come out of your game and be like, how dare you? Rossetti we have scared to have me a, a little bit as a kid, so I don't time travel either. But I already Okay, this hit like during the pandemic it. when yeah. I already had difficulty with time. As a general thing in my life, the thought of switching it on my switch for any reason was going to compound chaos and i cannot have that i was already struggling people Too i cannot be wrong. like what day is it when well, my switch says it's 2027 that's probably right i don't know i still have no clue how much time has passed to the i know it's 2023 it still feels like it's been 15 years i have no clue i think my favorite thing about the time travel to was there was like another streamer that I liked, very popular. They had like 3,000, 4,000 people watching them play Animal Crossing. And I'm like, they have the new store. This game's only been out for a week. And I'm like, I'm streaming so much Animal Crossing that I can't like watch other people, right? So I'm like, Twitch chat, did so-and-so time travel? They have the new store. And they're all like, nope, never seen him time travel. Like, uh, like he's ne they've never time travel on stream. They say they've never time traveled. Like, the game's been out for a week. How do they have the new store? What did they do? Can you tell me what they're doing to get the new store? And is it time travel? And they're like, nope, he's never, they never time travel. They were clearly time traveling off stream. That's how they have the new store. <laughs> Anyways. I, I, I will say this. The first statement you should have said is, I have always found the internet useful because the internet has never been good. <laughs> The internet has been useful, and it is still somewhat useful. The point getting is, less so by the day. The point yeah. isn't the time traveling. The point is the blatant lying that everyone is doing. <laughs> it it's the internet. Greninja, or not Greninja? Well, Greninja did come. Decidueye <laughs> is coming this week. If you need help with Decidueye, I posted a video on YouTube of if Decidueye has Swords Dance, and those are the Pokemon I would recommend. I also posted graphics on Instagram. Um, I actually made a small tweak to those graphics. Uh, actually, the, EV the EVs are fine and the nature is fine, but I actually figured out if I flipped some of them, I could get a 1% to 2% damage increase, which is so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> but like, I will repost new graphics with the slight changes. If you already built them, it's not that big of a deal. It's literally 1%. Um, uh, damage increase but um, I'm also going to post a video probably on Tuesday of if Decidueye has nasty plot these are some recommended Pokemon spoiler they're pretty similar Pokemon it's just the EVs are slightly different um, 
If for some reason Decidueye doesn't have Nasty Plot or Sword Stance, that's a really great win condition because I try to base the Pokemon off like the most damage that could come in one turn and if you can survive it. So um, I don't think it would have both. I said this in the YouTube video. It would be really weird for it to use two status type moves, one for Nasty Plot, one for uh, Sword Stance. Um, I'm I think, bringing my Baxcalibur again. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm Baxcalibur is fine. Um, I'm gonna bring it. This is the thing win. too. Is I suggest five Pokemon, and people are like, "What about the other 395 Pokemon?" Like, I, what about them? <laughs> what the about only them? one that matters is Baxcalibur. <laughs> that is the only one. Everything else is useless. The only the only hesitation I would have for a Baxcalibur is if Decidueye's Feather Dance, because it's going to continue to lower your attack over and over. Doesn't matter because Baxcalibur is amazing, and we'll just be <laughs> oh, like, okay. "I don't care about your feathers. I don't care. I'm awesome." Make a special Baxcalibur. I don't even know what Baxcalibur's special attack is. It's probably bad. It's a, it's outstanding. It's 500. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm <not> sure. <laughs> that makes sense. Um. So if you if you there there's the physical raid video up. The special raid video will go up on Tuesday. Um. If you need help. Um, we'll be streaming it on on Thursday night. Um, if you want me to help, uh, I'll be there. If you want Twitch chat to help, I promise you my Twitch chat sometimes lies, but they are really good at raids at this point. Um, <laughs> despite lying about time despite travel, despite lying about the time travel, useful. you can't trust them you know, for a second when it comes to Animal Crossing. But Pokemon, they're pretty Caliber, okay. <laughs> Bex Caliber's special attack is seventy five, and that is nothing bad. That's not great. It's fine. I didn't say it was. I didn't say it was great. I said it was not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> not great. Um, so Decidueye starts on the technically the sixteenth for the U.S. Seventeenth for UTC. I believe it repeats immediately the next weekend, where normally there's a week in between. Um, but just like raids in Pokemon Go, people like to do them right when they come out, yep. and then not. <laughs> and that is a wasteland from that day forward. <laughs> promptly forget about them. So. Um, uh, raids raids this weekend. Uh, final bit of news here uh, is Jonathan Crystal 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 to direct Pokemon Detective Pikachu sequel at Legendary. This is off Deadline.com. Uh, they they made Portlandia. I, oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I thought I recognized the name. Uh, Portlandia co-creator Jonathan Crystal Crystal is in negotiations to direct a Pokemon Detective Pikachu live-action sequel based on the popular Pokemon franchise for Legendary Entertainment. Chris Galetta will write the script uh, to the follow-up 2019... Wow, that's almost four years old. Uh, box yeah. office hit. Uh, the original pick was directed by Rob Letterman and starred Ryan Reynolds, Ken Watanabe, Justice oh, no. Smith... Uh, and uh, Catherine Newton. It was released by Warner Brothers on May 10th, 2019. It grossed $430 million worldwide at the box office. While no deals are done at this time and nothing is confirmed, Insider believes Reynolds would have some sort of play in the upcoming sequel. And then they go on to say what Pokemon they do all this stuff, blah, blah, money, cards shipped around the world, video games. If you didn't know what Pokemon was by the, the start of that article, you Know it after the end. Uh, Believe it when I see it. I was going to say the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, is people are like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, you do say is in negotiations. Mm -hmm. They have not signed that contract. They are in negotiations to make it happen, which is a positive in the fact that 
somebody's talking about it. Like they're not going to leave $430 million on the table, right? Like the activities who made money, they could probably make similar money on a sequel. I don't know what story we have left to tell because we never got the second <laughs> game. So I have no <laughs> idea what they're basing it off of. What it's just, at this point, we're in the Wild West. People what are you going to say? the first movie. To be fair, the movie ends how the game should have ended. <laughs> nah. The game ended the way the game ended for a reason. Because they knew they were getting game. a sequel. <laughs> Usually it's the video games that have the ending. The movies have the weird cliffhangers with the... <laughs> Absolutely adored Detective Pikachu. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. I saw it twice in theaters. Uh, Every time we start talking about it, it makes me want to go rewatch it again. And I didn't talk to anybody else who didn't enjoy it at least some if they saw it. Yeah, I have never had a desire to rewatch it. I I don't think it's a perfect movie, but it is definitely a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I just, it's one of the movies where I watched it and I was like, okay. And then I never thought about yeah. it again. Yeah. It's a fun watch. It's a fun vibe. It is not something I would necessarily go and, and watch if it wasn't something that was brought up every once in a while because we think there may be a sequel someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I, I need, I, I, I don't need closure on anything in that movie. No. If, if you want to make another live action Pokemon movie, a hundred percent. I don't think it needs to be <laughs> in the Detective Pikachu w- w- world. Universe. Like I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. think. I don't think turning Ryan Reynolds back into Pikachu is like the the selling point of the movie. It was just yeah. like it's another Freaky Friday situation. It folks. was just like these these characters are telling a pretty easy to follow decent story, and there just happens to be Pokemon around them, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's what I think that's what most people want. Yeah, they did it well. But it was also kind of well encapsulated. Yeah. Yeah, I uh the one I don't know a lot about movie stuff, but I know that unless the contracts are signed and a bunch of actors are signed, that movie is nothing until those even, that they- <laughs> even then. <laughs> even then. <laughs> As we have learned this year, they can finish a movie and have it ready for release, and then they can decide, nope, we're going to take a tax hit. They can also tell a big actor, you have a role in this huge next new movie, and then say, nope, we've chosen a whole other person. Was that the Superman thing? Yep. Yep. It wasn't that Henry It is sometimes easier to break a contract with an actor and just pay the fee than to... Continue with the movie with somebody they don't want to use. It's it, show business is not a great business. I guess we'll circle back another four years if they decide to make a movie. <laughs> and if they decide to bring actors like Ken Watanabe back. And I just wanted to say that name correctly because yeah. you oh. butchered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know who that was. I know who that that was the that was the the the, the chief detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the snubble. With the snubble. I remember when I was reading that name. I was like, I don't even know who. What role that was, but now now I remember. You've got it. Now I got it. The what I do remember though, after Detective Pikachu was a success, which was like literally the weekend it opened everywhere, right? Like it did incredibly well opening weekend, and 
It did well afterwards. It was already like news articles were already like Detective Pikachu in the works. They signed like they got the rights and everything. And it's like. Because everything has to be a series. Right. Because everything needs a sequel. And now everything been, needs to be milked. <laughs> it's been four years <laughs> and we still don't really have anything to show except somebody's talking about this again. So even if they were to sign stuff this year, that's still what like probably another two years out. Hmm. Maybe a year out, because you saw. I mean, if they want certain actors, and the actors case, are in best case, it's a year, um, because like they could like they depending on who they're trying to get and who like if they're trying to get big names, then that could be held up because of their scheduling. But generally, once they sign the paperwork, they go into production pretty quick. Uh, you're not given a ton of time to rehearse. You are really given the script. You get maybe a week of rehearsal and blocking because they will just keep making takes until you get it right. The filming of live actors is usually really short, right? Like it is easy to make live actors do 10 hour work days. You film for five days and then filming is done and the rest is post-production or if something was really bad, you have to re like if you have to reshoot, that means like, they liked none of the 50 takes they took, right? <laughs> um, or the, ultimately there was something wrong with the post-production and they have to go back and have you reshoot to put you in better positions to make the post-production work. But like once you sign actors and get them in front of the camera, that part is short. They get you in and they get you out. Yeah, and for a detective Pikachu, a lot of this would be CG anyways. Yeah. And then it's like how long of post-production are they going to take? They'll fix it in post. That is yeah, what we yeah, always yeah. Do. They fix fixed it in Sonic post. in post. Sonic. Was yeah, they <laughs> had to. <laughs> Sonic movie is pretty all right, actually. I didn't, I didn't hate that either. I thought I was going to hate it. I never saw it. It was pretty I wanted okay. to see it. I think it, I think it's worth like four four dollars on a you know rental service. And make some popcorn. I think it's pretty okay. Could be a fun weekend movie night sometime. Yeah. I need somebody to specifically say, come over and watching the Sonic movie. Yeah. For me to watch Greg, the Sonic you movie. Watch the Sonic movie never, this weekend? It will never be a choice that I make in my own home. There is never going to be a moment where I am so bored that I think, you know what I want to watch? A movie about a franchise I didn't play and don't care about. <laughs> you, what about Brent? You don't think Brent's a huge Sonic fan down there? Grew up with the Genesis. <laughs> Nintendo does what the second does what Nintendo don't. Looks like a no. It's as if you've never met him. And you have met him multiple times. <laughs> I, I always just project this like, if Greg hates it, maybe Brent loves it. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. He is... That's my he constant projection. This this is a thing that often happens. I will be watching your stream and I will just have it on and then I will hear from his desk. What did he just say? <laughs> Let it go. I do not have time for this today. We cannot cover this. Yes, I know I was ignoring it for a reason. I can't. I can't. I'm like, I will switch. It's fine. We'll let this moment pass. I've always had great interactions with Brent every time we've been together. Oh, yeah. It's been delightful. Um, 
Well, my face hurts from laughing, so we're going to end the show. Uh, <laughs> good show. Uh, good show. Good show. Uh, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, please uh, like, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the Hit bell. The thumb. It's very helpful. I, honestly, I, I know we say that, but like every time we do a podcast episode, it seems that we get more likes or, or more views. I mean, it is definitely uh, dependent on my thumbnail choice <laughs> for sure. Um, but I do appreciate people making it to the end. So uh, if you made it to the end, thank you. Also, just a minor YouTube accomplishment. We hit 100,000 on YouTube. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Do you get a button in the mail? I do. I think so. I, I think I have to wait a week for the button to appear on my dashboard. And then I press the send me, send me silver send button. Send me the button. Send me the button. So a- does the button give you any special powers? I've always wanted to add. When you get it, we need to push the button yeah. and see if something <laughs> in the world changes. Yeah, I, I think a lot of YouTubers never show the back of the button. I don't yeah, know. I don't that's know what's, what we need. I don't know what's back there. I've seen the front of the button, but never the back. So it comes with an NDA. <laughs> we are showing you things that you are not prepared for, and you can never speak can about this again. Never show the back of the button. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to Pandora, um, if if you can rate us, feel free to rate us. Otherwise, again, just thank you for making it to the end. Uh, we will be back next week. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. We're all just going to keep playing these broken games, <laughs> except for Pokemon Masters. That one seems to be okay, but we're all just going to keep playing these po- it, these broken games. Look, super Pokemon effective. Masters is maybe the most bug-free experience I have with Pokemon right now. And I get to date people. It's a win-win. Ten minutes, I get some smooches and some Pokemon. See you next week. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Gray, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.